Welcome to The Freeze. Uh, I believe this is episode five. Uh, I want to do a quick shout out to our sponsor, Pursuit and Tie, build a better professional, uh, building a better professional, unemployed, underemployed, can't stand your boss, but hate the job hunt and the black hole of online resumes. Pursuit and Tie can help. Resume, image, network, interview. Your career starts here. Guys, we've got a great show this week. Uh, just a dramatic Hawks win, uh, hot streak. The Masters are currently finishing up here between Justin Rose and Sergio Garcia. Uh, MLB update, uh, quick run in with Macklemore, and our first in studio guest um, from the yeah. University of National Championships, my mother. <laughs> Welcome, Mom. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just get right into it. This is a big, big week for you. Um, who was uh, who was your favorite player on the national championship team? I think it had to be Kennedy Meeks. He uh, he came through every day, hard and strong. He looked good and looked looked like he was having fun doing it. Which one was Kennedy Meeks? He's the big center. Which one was the big center? <laughs> <laughs> the only the only the question is, which one was the guy who looked like J Cole? Oh, that's um. <laughs> Joel Berry. Okay. Joel Berry looks exactly like uh, J. Cole. He's, uh, somebody uh, sent out a tweet and they said he has the perfect athlete hair because no matter what he's doing, he looks like he's moving at 100 miles an hour. <laughs> His hair's like always like just fr- thrown back. The only UNC player I, I know is Justin Jackson. Yeah. And that's only because, no offense to your team, he looks like the biggest jerk in the entire world. What? <laughs> he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. He was a homeschooled, so then yeah. he, oh, he then might not have been socialized. <laughs> he's a good guy. Yeah, he's nice guy. guy. And still to this day, that entire team attended as many classes at UNC as Reed. <laughs> oh, wow. Look at that. Mom, they're just coming. Ouch. <laughs> I, was, I was debating if I should have repeated that joke. And I didn't want to because I wanted to be nice. Thank you. Uh, but then Andy, thank you. <laughs> so, Mom, tell us about uh, kind of your your journey as as a fan this season. Um, what, what what was your kind of outlook at the beginning of the season to the end, and after the devastating loss last year, which was horrendous for for all of us. Which was awesome for me because Reed's sad Jordan face was more sad than sad Jordan. And as a neutral fan, uh, it was also very enjoyable to watch. But once again, I, it must have been. It was Sad. it was devastating because you really thought they were coming back, mm-hmm. right? They had been ahead the whole game, yeah. And then we lost a lead, and then we came back and we were ahead, and then there was just too much time left, so it was yeah. devastating, and that lasted for a while, yeah, a long, long while. But yeah, I don't, I didn't have any feeling that they were going to go as back as far, far and fast as they did this year. They got a little bit bumpy start, and. Uh, we, we we knock on wood a lot as a Carolina fan. So <laughs> Reed has definitely went into detail on how superstitious uh, UNC fans are, uh, which I mean I feel like superstition is just like across all sports teams. But Reed says it's it exists more in North Carolina. Yeah, but. I think I think it does. I think it's all those pine trees. But yeah, <laughs> we knock on wood all the time. But no, it was a great season. It was a great season. We're extremely proud and. Nothing's finer than to be part of Carolina. What was your... Uh, Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, 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 the real Carolina's in the South. The other Carolina. What, what was your uh, thing you were knocking on wood this time? Do you have any weird... I know... So I watched the game with another Carolina fan, and we were in a bar that had... A, it was like kind of a stained concrete floor, and there was two cracks in the floor. And he was like, hey, man, can you stand inside the cracks? You can't go over the crack. And I was like... Totally understand. Totally, totally get you. Well, it seemed to work, right? Yeah, it did. Yeah. So I watched it in a hotel bar in um, 
Southern California, I was there for work, and we didn't have the sound on because there was a lot of noise going. So usually I have to knock after the announcer says something hopeful. Right. Yeah. Oh, so this knocking thing is y'all don't play around. It's no, no. It's like a, wo- it's like a woodpecker <laughs> right. the whole time. Yeah, it's it's constant. So it was actually a little more enjoyable because I couldn't hear what was being said. Although I was getting text messages from friends saying what no. he just said. They they were not happy with Charles Barkley, whatever he was yeah. saying. I didn't hear it either. But I there was a lot of people texting me about Charles the yeah, whole time. He Apparently have, he was. It must have been kind of. He, he could be a downer. Yeah, <laughs> when he's, he was going, when he's doing play by or color commentary. Yeah. That was a, that was a tough game though. I mean, it was that the refs did not make that a fun game to watch oh, as, as far as basketball games. Go. The first half I thought was uh, as a neutral person because right. uh, I literally had no I had no care. Like I know jokingly on the last episode I said it would have been great to see you sad, but at the end of the day <laughs> I had no preference. Uh, so uh, watching the first half. I thought it was boring because, in my opinion, both teams were just severely underperforming. I have never seen so many, like, air balls and just terrible shots. And then the second half, I didn't see the first 10 minutes, but then the second 10 minutes uh, I watched from that moment on. And, yeah, the impression I got was I don't know who these refs were that they got, but it must have been their first day. Because I was hearing, like, a whistle every five seconds to the point where I was like, I don't care if someone gets punched. I just want to see people play basketball. It was almost (laughs) like girls lacrosse. Yeah, um, they stopped it so many times. So, so for the Carolina fans, I think they felt the Kentucky game was really the championship game. I mean, because that was a better played game between the. <laughs> it yeah, was it was, was better played, and it was at, from a from a neutral standpoint. I thought that game was boring throughout most of the game, but then the last couple minutes was yeah, because so Kentucky much better. Made a right. great comeback. They had, they had a great season. That, that's they're such a tough team to watch because you every season it's like a full new slate of players. There's no continuity between. Season to season with the one and done. So, um, growing up in Car- you grew up in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. So you are as Tar Heel as they come. True. What is your earliest memory of Carolina basketball? So for me, um, for us growing up there, I think for most people, Carolina basketball is sort of defines your family because you would watch the games if you didn't get tickets. You would watch the games on TV with the television sound off and the local radio broadcaster because he was always more in favor of Carolina. A guy named Woody Durham, <laughs> right? Woody Durham, whose brother is uh, the Georgia Tech and was the founder of Oh, West Durham. Announced. West Durham, yeah. yeah. It's his older brother. Oh, and nice. And it was, um, so that voice is familiar, which mm-hmm. was nice when we moved to Atlanta. I'm like, oh my gosh. Came <laughs> <laughs> with me, right? So he was, uh, but yeah, it, it, it is, it's, it's more than basketball. It's family because that's what you did. Whether you, you know, liked your brothers and sisters, that's what everybody kind of rallied around the TV. And I mean, it goes way back to, I guess some of my earlier memories are watching the ACC finals when they meant something because it was the top 16 teams that played, no, none of the 64 mm-hmm. mess. And at the time, the other Carolina, <laughs> was part of the ACC. Yeah. 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 And there was a guy named John Roach who was a big spoiler and who, who broke our hearts a couple times. So, But I can remember even going to Neighbor's House to watch it. And, and in high school, um, since the ACC meant something, they literally, and you guys probably wouldn't know what they were, but they would put a TV on a, a cart and roll them in. An old stash fashion uh, TV Wait, cart. Wait, we wouldn't know what TVs were? Well, you wouldn't know what a TV cart was. Oh. Are you talking about the tall black things? Yeah. Yeah, we had like Bill and I science guy days. We just cut, they would roll it in. Yeah, and, yeah so they yeah, would yeah. roll into our classrooms televisions. Yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah. we would watch the game during school That's because awesome. it was. That's great. You know, it was kind of. They required. would never let you do that now. In school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We they just watch us, them. They also let us smoke in high school. So. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of things you probably don't do in high school now. But yeah, it was it was great, and you watched the players grow up. There was no one and done. So yeah. you got to watch these kids come in as skinny little kids. Um, I do remember um, going out to the airport to welcome them back and being on somebody's shoulder, reaching my hand in to grab George Carl, who I had a big crush on. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Wait, George Carl, the, the NBA coach? He played at he Carolina. Played at Carolina. Oh, okay. So yeah. he played, Mitch Kupchak played, Tommy Lagarde. All these names are household names to us because we oh. just grew up with them all the time. George Carl. And oh. then when I was older, like at 15, got a job working downtown, at um, Baskin Robbins, and so I would see them all. They would come in to eat ice cream, which was cool, right? And my favorite player. The food destination for champions. Yeah. (laughs) You're welcome, Baskin Robbins. (laughs) (laughs) Another plug. But um, they would come in and get, uh, Walter Davis was just a family favorite, love that guy. And he is Hubert Davis's What was his order? Uh, butter pecan. Butter pecan. He liked butter pecan on a cone. (laughs) Yeah, it was great. So yeah, so they were just part of the community, and then um, I guess the other piece of it is Scott Smith, who is Dean Smith's son, is my age. So I knew him growing up. So mm-hmm. we were we were very influenced by Dean Smith, and I think I was with you when he died. Yeah, remember we were yep. out in Utah, mm-hmm. and it was it was a death in the family because he he influenced everybody. He just did the right thing. He yeah. was he was the role model. It was because of him that North Carolina was integrated. He took basketball players in where they otherwise wouldn't have gone, and nobody questioned him. And so they just followed his lead. Um, he was big uh, protester of Vietnam War. Everybody followed his lead because he he was he was the man. So that's cool. He was cool. Guy. So I, I have a question because I always think it's it's weird when there's a school in the South that is a basketball school because at least in in terms of college sports if it's a southern state they are usually like because i grew up in florida so yeah north carolina is different oh yeah and and it confuses me because in florida no one cares about basketball unless it's the florida gators and they have a terrible football season and then they're like oh no we've always liked basketball what is icing and they don't even know that that's not even for the same sport (laughs) so how did unc why like how why was it was it just because football just never was and then basketball just got more success or basketball has always been as long as i can remember basketball was always a success and there was never a football team i mean there was uh there was a team, but they never won. No one acknowledged the existence. No, I mean, they were. that was just what you sort of waded through to get to basketball season. So just like how the rest of the South, we view basketball season as what we right. waited, <laughs> what right. we watched until football came right. back. Y'all were like, I don't know why you're, you're doing this on Saturdays, basketball season, right. I can't wait for... So it was just a reverse. It was an outdoor cocktail party. Is what bas or football was, but the basketball is what you really paid attention. I think that's adorable that you and it was really- <laughs> tailgating the outdoor cocktail party. It's so fancy for what it is. Now. Well, and, and it was it wasn't until I moved to Atlanta and I went to I got invited to an Auburn football game with oh, okay. eighty thousand people paying attention. That must have been just mind blowing. That was the first time I had ever seen that because that was not my experience. Mm. My experience was an outdoor cocktail party <laughs> not not people paying attention but that was now the SEC so that was yeah. a different, different league oh, right yeah. well, didn't Carolina have a, a chant for uh... so yeah so when I was little Bill Dooley was the coach who is Vince's brother Vince Dooley's Dooley. brother 
And the, we got a lot of brothers. Yeah, <laughs> seems to be a theme here. And the chant was up the, the middle, up the middle, up the middle, up the middle punt, or Carolina Ho Chi Minh, come on heels, first and ten. So that goes back to the Vietnam War when that was that wow. was a quote. There's a lot of Vietnam yeah. and UNC. There was yeah. that was going on. I mean, that yeah. was when I was growing up. That's what I remember. So. Gotcha. But we were never a good football team until that rascal Butch. No, is the who's the t- Texas co- Texas coach? Butch Davis. No, Butch Davis. No, but we had Mac Brown. Mac Brown. Butch Davis screwed our program recently. But Mac Mac Brown was they were they were going to be like a like a big bowl game, and then he just left. Left. Yeah. I'll never leave and left. Well, a couple years ago, y'all went to the ACC championship, and then we should have beat Clemson. Yeah, that was a bad. Yeah, yeah, should have. So that that was a phony baloney offsides call. My mom is in the conspiracy that the the ACC refs called that. So they they could get a team in the in the this is the first year of the playoffs. So oh, that's it was they called yeah. they, they Carolina recovered an onside kick and they were like Carolina was offside. It's like super late. It didn't make. Oh, you know what? I remember that. I agree. It was a very messed up call that right. was in the wrong. Uh, but I think this is where uh, anger is going to set in because I applied to grad school at Clemson uh, <laughs> and I got in and then I decided to pursue a career instead. So I am a low key Clemson fan. Okay. I don't Ooh. write. Oh, I don't. Oh, whoa. Whoa. I don't write. I don't write statuses about it. I don't buy any of their colors because since even though I was accepted, I didn't actually attend. So I don't feel like I don't deserve to wear them. Uh, but I was happy that Clemson won because I was like, yeah, go It's always good when they won this year. It's always good for the ACC, oh, yeah. especially when you're in SEC country and the ACC does anything. You just It's exciting. And then the fact that it was at Alabama, too, just mm-hmm. makes it <laughs> yeah. so yeah, much better. And the sta- state of South Carolina, or the Carolinas in general, have all the national championships yeah. right now. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, football, football, baseball, women's basketball, men's basketball. That's the four right there. Yeah. That's the four we should care about. Yeah, the four major ones. Yeah. And then uh, UNC has the lacrosse title too. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. We were talking about sports we should care about. <laughs> yeah, but the Carolinas are just have all the uh, yeah, all, yeah, they're doing yeah. wow all the national championships right now. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, but do you have the national championship in rowing? <laughs> no, we'll let you don't have that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, yeah, do they have that? that? That would not shock me. No, I've seen people here in Seattle wearing like UW national champions, and I'm like, oh, like. Is this like football recently? We just d- didn't hear about it in the South. And I see it's like, oh, rowing. Oh, no one cares about that. No one here except... It's hard to be a professional rower. <laughs> it's hard to get people to care about professional rowing. If it's not the Olympics. As long as your name's first name's not Reginald or something. Yeah. <laughs> Scottsdale or something like that. So, so Mom, every, the, probably the most fa- famous Tar Heel basketball player is Michael Jordan. Without... Out, right, he's the most Correct. famous basketball player of all time. What was that like? Yeah, when, so what? he was coming in. He was right behind me, um, but he, you know, for for him, they kind of tamped him down, right? So because Dean Smith was, you got to pass the ball, you got to share it. It's all about the assist. So he didn't really explode until, until the NBA. Until the NBA. Would um, you, was there a sense of the the hoopla behind him? Would like, I mean, I, he was obviously like a highly touted recruit, and everyone knew who he was. But was in as a Tar Heel fan, did you know until he hit that national championship? Oh, shot? yeah, but you didn't know how big he was going to be. Nobody yeah. knew how big he was going to be. Right? Yeah. Oh, so he, there was no point when he was at UNC where you're like, this guy is going to be the next. Well, so he was there with James Worthy and Sam Perkins. I mean, so yeah. he was in there with some 
big some big talent too. Yeah. So we knew he was good, and and nobody really knew how much he was being held back by the coach to say you got to be a team player, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I think everybody knew he was good, but nobody mm-hmm. knew how how exactly how good. How many he was national really. championships did he win? I know he, he won, won. He won one. One, and then they came all, really we, close the year. But my my senior year, we came really close. Was he there that year? I thought he won when he was a he won when he was he hit the show when he was a freshman. Right, and then didn't the that second was year, and then they almost they almost won, but they lost in the final four. We lost to in Indiana one year, or yeah. or Marquette. Mar- it's one of those teams. Mar- I remember. I think we lost to Marquette in '83 or something. It, it is interesting though, because when we grew up, we all grew up in LeBron with LeBron, right? Mm-hmm. LeBron was anointed like Sports Illustrated covers, and like when he was I, 16, yeah. right? And so we we were waiting for this like our kind of our basketball messiah of this generation was LeBron. Well, uh, okay, so I was really young with Michael Jordan, but then Allen Iverson was my man <laughs> yeah. for a good amount yeah, of time. Yeah. And even till, like even when LeBron – I didn't come, acro- come towards LeBron's team until I would say maybe a couple years ago. Like when uh, after he left the Heat, where were you living? Like Siberia? I was in (laughs) (laughs) worse Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I hated Heat fans because who are now Golden State Warrior fans? Yeah, yeah. I hated all of them, so I never wanted to be for LeBron. And when LeBron was at the Cavs the first time, he just didn't seem like a favorable person, and I I wasn't about him. But then now the the fact that he came back, I think from that moment on, I was like, all right. You've all been played. Yeah. <laughs> it It is weird, though. I mean, outside of that generation, I don't see any UNC players in the NBA that are ex- excelling. Like, Vince Carter's still around, but why Why do you think that Wait, UNC... Vince Carter's still playing? He's still yeah. playing. He's still four dunk- years old, still playing. Still yeah. dunking, still yeah. being awesome, but, I mean, still North, North Carolina hasn't... Sean May <laughs> flops. Raymond Felton was okay. Journeyman point guard. Marvin Williams is, like, one of the biggest drafts. He's playing well now, but he's, like, one of the Harrison big drafts. Barnes is still playing, isn't he? Yeah, but he... I mean, he was... He only played through his rookie deal, and then it was gone. James Michael McAdoo, who was supposed to be the second coming, like, forgot how to play basketball junior year of high, college, and then... Like what? What? What happened with UNC's development? Is that something with Roy? Like we just does he just doesn't develop NBA talent, or does it? Is it something that affects you at all? Do you care? No. You just want them to be good at you. I'm a Carolina fan. Yeah. I'm a Carolina fan. Yeah. yeah. I know. I don't. Care. It's not that I don't care, but I mean, yeah. I think they go on and they have some kind of career, but they don't have to be the superstar. Yeah. Is it, is, I think it's the style of UNC's uh, recruiting because I, I read this stat, I, didn't, I was shocked when I read this, was UNC hasn't had a one and done in 10 years. Yeah. So they're clearly, are they, do you think like Roy is not, go, he's getting he's getting like the B plus prospects and not like the the top five player, like he's he's getting or he's getting like the A prospects, but not the A plus ones because he doesn't want the one and done. Yeah, and then he's getting the like that next level, but his entire team's that next level, so they're still better than. And I, then they then they play for two three years together, so they can beat the Kentuckys of the world. I I think there's a couple things. I think they are getting they're still getting like, Kennedy Meeks, um, Theo, all those guys were five star prospects. Mm-hmm. I think they're getting guys that have a little bit more to develop, and I think some. Players are getting scared away with the sanctions. I think What's, there's there's this looming. There was a big scandal with UNC a couple of years ago with the, the classes, right? Not really sure, but it, it, the basketball. What are you talking about? What are you, uh, okay, what, but like what? I I think that looming penalty is also plays into the kind of the recruitment aspect. You could say that about a lot of colleges. I mean, Duke has great players, but they don't. I mean, Kyrie Irving might be the exception, but they haven't had 
great NBA players. Oh, I thought I thought you were talking about like academic scandals because I was about to say every every school every let's be real every school does that. It's just UNC got caught. That's basically what it was. Well, obviously Kyrie thinks the world's flat. Like that's (laughs) well, I think um, with the class or two. I'd have to check fact check this, but I know if Shane Battier was on the Heat team when they won with LeBron and D-Way, was Shane Battier still on that team? Yeah, he was the first Duke player to ever win an NBA championship. Like what? they never had an NBA champion. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's Fun shocking. Fact. That is shocking. Yeah. Wow. And if it makes you feel any better, uh, no Duke player has beat the Monstars, whereas Michael Jordan, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. there you go, fought, beat the Monstars. So one and zero, one and zero. There you go. That's crazy. Wow. That is a. That is a. That's. I'm not sure if I can't remember if Shane Battier was on that team or not because otherwise it'd be Kyrie. But I'm thinking Shane Shane Battier was the first ever Duke player winning. And Kyrie didn't even play a Duke. He played like four games and got yeah, hurt. Like and, his toe or something. Yeah. yeah. Some. Out of the Duke UNC rivalry, who? Who's won more? Like I know there's so many games in the season, so it might Duke's be Duke's up by one. Yeah, really? Yeah. Like and, one? And, and and the the point differential is plus three. Duke. Like literally all one time. regular season game. All time. Wow. It's who has more national championships? North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah, that's all that matters. We have more ACC yeah. too. You, Roy's won like ten ACC tournament. He's or, played a hundred games in the NCAA. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So obviously Duke North Carolina is the biggest rivalry. In the in, world. Yes. Well, in, a, in, in, our, was, in my world. Yeah. In, yeah. <laughs> okay. That, that's more fair. I was about to say because, I mean, uh, University of South Florida, University of Central yeah. Florida it's might still, be the it's most It's still going to be DQNC, oh, yeah. and then you got little brother NC State just hiding in a corner waiting. You're like, we still won 1983 National Championship. Yeah. Who is your most hated Dookie of all time? So it's it's either got to be Leitner or J.J. Redick. Yeah. Just because mm. they... Leitner just seemed... He just had a bad attitude towards everybody, right? He just yeah. was so full of himself. He just wasn't that... So Duke, we don't like him to win, mm-hmm. but we didn't like Leitner. I don't think I liked Leitner to win at all, so I'd, I'd probably go with him. With Leitner? How... What is the UNC-Duke hate like? Because... Like, for example, uh, like, I went to USF in Tampa, and our rival is UCF, and we hate each other, but, like... Overall, it's like a sibling rivalry kind of thing because right. we're both like young and in a state of established schools, so we hate each other. But at the end of the day, it's cool if one of us beats one of the bigger schools. Is it like mm-hmm. a level of hate of something like, um, like a Florida FSU where there's just like just so much like lifelong in the bloodline hate, or is it? So you, they're two. They're two different schools. So North Carolina is a. a state school. Mm-hmm. Duke is private. So UNC represents the state of North Carolina. Duke represents the state of New Jersey. You know, So they have so many kids that don't even come from there. So I think it's this public-private chip-on-the-shoulder kind of thing. And it goes back to that. I mean, I know during the summer, both those, all the guys play together, right? So they all are buddies and I'm sure have plenty of friendships. But it was, uh, that, that's what it goes back to. It's public versus private. And that's where, where the animosity comes in yeah that they think they're better and we we think not yeah and then they always have that occasional prick white guy that just nobody likes (laughs) grace now it's a requirement it's It's like they i think they recruit one yeah they recruit one it's part of our image yeah but they struggle when shashevsky's not there yeah he didn't coach for like three games and they were garbage they they struggle i think that shows how good of a coach he is i mean 
And I think Duke also gets an unfair advantage with him coaching the U.S. team, the U.S. Olympic team. That's such a great recruitment deal. And LeBron yeah. James has his arm around Coach K, and he goes to Coach K for advice. I'm like, no, you can't publicize that because that's where recruits are like, well, I, I want the same advice LeBron gets. And so you're going to go hang out with Coach K, which is just makes me <laughs> mad for no logical reason other than I get mad. It's get totally it's, it's totally fine. That's, yeah. that's a pretty good reason to be mad. Yeah. That's your rival. The coach is like hanging out with all the best NBA players and be like, hey, I coach these players in the Olympics. Yeah. And but now and I also coach you. Yeah. I feel like that's I'm an unfair me. unfair advantage. Um, Sorry, Reed. We can't all win every national championship. If it makes you feel any better, you won a national championship. Yeah. So We all can't we all well, can't win the, the Super Bowl in the national championship. Yeah. We all can't have 14 national or 14 champ sports championships in our lifetime. Yeah. Yeah, shut up, Reed. <laughs> I don't even know what that feels like. It's 12. I counted. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. I hate everything about you. Um, I'm glad you're an Atlanta Hawks fan. <laughs> yeah. Hey, speaking of the Hawks, though, the Hawks are on fire right now. We have beat the number one and two seeded teams in uh, the East. We beat the Cavs. Twice. Twice. And the Celtics. And we just beat the Cavs in an unbelievable... We are down by 26 and going in the fourth quarter, I think. Or they came back from 26. I don't and uh, just hit a couple of cool shots. Um, the Millsap miracle at the buzzer that yeah. going to overtime. Yeah, and that was a charge, Kyrie. Don't, that's not a blocking <laughs> foul. And the um, earth is not flat. The earth is definitely not flat. No, it's, it's cool. I'm excited to see what they do. Um, we seem to match up well against the Cavs, and that would be quite the story if we could take down Cleveland. I, I don't know if we have the juice to get all the way through to the the finals and get annihilated by Golden State or San Antonio, but it'd be fun to kind of see a little little run there. Um, the Sixers have had uh, some great success uh, lately, too. Uh, the past, past four games, what? Uh, we played the Nets, <laughs> Raptors, Cavs, uh, and the Bulls, and all of them we blew a lead and lost. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but before, before we never had the lead, so it's baby steps. It's yeah. baby steps, and then next year, I'm calling it now, for the next three years, the Sixers will be back-to-back NBA champs. You're hearing it first from here. And be, the process is going <laughs> to yeah. be healthy. The process. They're going to get another draft, high draft pick this year. That's just going to the guy's going to be great. Yeah. yeah. Ben Simmons is going to be healthy. We're going to oh, get ben another Tim, draft. Yeah. Ben Simmons uh, also grew apparently like three inches in the offseason. Yeah, he's seven foot tall now. It's something about the water in Philadelphia. I, I, well, he's he's eight. Make sure it makes your knees explode and grow. <laughs> well, you still grow. Like, did you, I grew I grew after eighteen. I grew like another inch and a half. So have a, Tell me more are, about why your life is better than mine. You're going to have a you're going to have a seven foot uh, seven foot tall point guard now. Yeah, we're going to have. <laughs> why not? Why not? Uh, while while we're talking right now, the uh, the Masters is uh, currently tied at nine under a piece between Justin Rose and Sergio Garcia, and it looks like they both have pretty simple putt here to not screw it up, which Sergio will. So we are uh, we'll keep you updated as that's uh, continuing on. Uh, Mom, thank you so much for uh, for coming on again. Um, I think that's going to kind of wrap up the uh, the UNC part. You're welcome to stay on and provide color commentary to uh to the rest of the conversation we have a a couple of things to uh to come up with uh to talk about actually we do have one thing before before you go um my mom is visiting in from seattle and we just walked the dog um and uh, we ran into macklemore and uh who lives around here and we're walking down and this uh gentleman's walking down the street in the opposite direction and uh my dog carl tried to sniff his hand and he kind of brushed him away and i go mom did you know who that was and I'll let you uh, 
But you fill him in. I thought it was a weird dude in a green and gold track, track suit. He, yeah. just, he looked yeah. like it was a... I hadn't seen one of those since the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> not a good look. Maybe he got that at the thrift shop. So, he probably did. Value City. Rest yeah. in peace. I've, I, have, I have literally seen him twice this weekend. I keep see, I've seen him all over the place. I see him all the time. I, have you seen... I don't think Andy's seen I've him. I've never seen him, but then again, I probably wouldn't recognize him because yeah. he looks like all the other weird hipsters walking yeah. on Broadway. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> every, yeah. every guy who just moved here and works for Amazon. It's like, well, I gotta rock the, the Macklemore haircut. Yeah, probably yeah. like Macklemore now. Live in Seattle. All right, Justin Rose just finished with nine under for the day. Here comes Sergio's three putt to ruin it. Um, pretty pretty <laughs> exciting stuff. Um, also coming up, uh, the our local baseball teams are really not doing well. Uh, I believe. Speak for yourself. The uh, the Phillies are three and three. Ah. Uh, so we're in the middle of the road right now. Okay. Yeah. So the Braves lost today in, in extra innings. They're one and five, last place. the The Mariners won today, two so and they're five. two and five. Okay. Robbie Cano finally had his breakout game. Um, <laughs> for the Braves, Matt Kemp's been killing it, but he hurt his hamstring, uh, you know, shockingly, um, and has been out the last two games. So should be back on Tuesday. Um, but the one win Braves got, you guess who started that game? Jurgens. Oh, uh, Bartolo Colon. Yes. Bar- oh, he, he missed it. <laughs> oh, Sergio missed a putt to win the Masters. Was that, oh to, was that for, to win it? That was to win. Oh, my God. It's Ser- Sergio. Sergio to Sergio. <laughs> oh, kick the ball. <laughs> kick the ball. Just kick the ball and just accept the loss. You're going to fuck it up. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. oh I can't believe I just watched that. <laughs> Sorry for the moment of silence. Yeah, we're wow. Waiting, we're waiting wow. for that's, uh, that's crazy. Wait for Sergio to come in live here. Oh, so we going to, so we going into overtime? A playoff? I don't know what the playoff. I don't know how this works. Yeah, playoffs. Um, playoffs happening. But Sergio's the meltdown has begun. Oh, oh wow! Hands. Wow. We're just gonna share the title. Sergio's like, please, can we just oh, can we just like cut the green jacket in half and I'll take one side and you take. He's the been other. waiting that for his entire career. He's been trying to do this. Oh, I can't believe. Wow, I can't remember though because it, it's diff- a play. So they do playoff. Yeah, I know. But did, did, are they going to do? Is if he if he wins the next hole, does he win it, or are they going to yeah. do like a minimum of three holes or something? Because like, it depends by tournament. Yeah, I think I think that's how I think that's how that just works. a sudden death hole. Yeah. It's kind of like NFL play- overtime rules. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we'll we'll keep you updated on that if we keep going. We're gonna we're actually kind of uh, wrapping up towards the end here, but we have our uh, second installment of real or fake band. Um, so uh, we, Mom will bring you back in for this one. So you and Chris, Chris will play, but you can uh, help him out. So just so you guys know, this uh, Andy listens to a lot of different bands with very odd, very odd names. Uh, so Chris is going to. I think they're great bands. Yeah, they might be good, but the names are ridiculous. So we're gonna Chris, run down, run down the list these. here. Have, and, it up, um, have it, have it up, but you can't read them. Um, so I like the I like, your, I like the reaction when I first read these names and you're just like what the hell. <laughs> I I still firmly believe that the five last time you told me were real band names uh, that they were not real. At all. <laughs> There's no way some of these are real, but oh, they're real. So uh, listeners, if you didn't catch the last time we played this game, basically this game is very uh, real simple. Andy's a fan of a lot of uh, jam band music, uh, and the uh, names of these bands are basically the type of names for music that like if you're watching a movie 
And they're like, oh, let's go watch uh, the Flubelflarts. Like, just some, like, <laughs> fake name that they say because they don't want to, like, take the creative effort to write, like, what could be a real band name. And, and you hear that, like, that's not a real... Me-. Like, that is literally what the names of these jam bands are. Like, just fake stuff that writers <laughs> for movies write. Uh, and I and, uh, and our special guest here, we're going to guess... Uh, if these names are real or not. Uh, so it's going to be ten of them, right? Yes. You're just going to try it. Uh, last time I got five. So we're yeah, gonna five try- of ten. So we're going to try to improve on this. So in baseball you're doing well, and um, in college you're doing terrible. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm batting middle of the road if this was baseball. Uh, so let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get okay. The first band is King Wizard and the Lizard Gizzard. Okay, that is definitely real. Yes. Okay. There you go. They're playing tonight at Numo's down the street, actually. So really? One. Yeah. Okay. So there's a plug. Yeah, there's a plug. There's a plug. Yeah, there's a plug. <laughs> it, it's been sold out for months, so, I mean, they don't really need our help. Yeah. <laughs> but they are a great band, if you, if you want to listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They're, they're from, like, Australia, and they're really weird. They're, like, weird hippies. Oh, you mean the, the band with multiple times they say wizards? I mean, in their title? That, that's... <laughs> yeah, yeah. King Wizard and the Lizard Kids. Yeah. All right. So the next band, Sound Tribe Sector Nine. The audience, the audience is helping out. Ask, ask, ask a friend. What do you think, Mom? <laughs> I'm thinking no. Sound Tribe Sector Nine. Sector Nine. I'm gonna go with no. It's a real band. Are you kidding? <laughs> yes, they're from Atlanta. Oh wow, they're an Atlanta band. Sorry, I let you Sound down. Tribe Sector Nine. They're playing the Gorge this summer, actually. Really? Pretty big. Um, what kind of music are they? Um, Disco music? No, it's kind of, it's, it's, there's no vocals. It's like instrumental, progressive jam band kind of thing. Huh, okay. They're really, they're what like is a the conservative limit. jam band? <laughs> uh, the Almond Brothers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, cool. Okay, moving on, number three on the list. So you're one for one now. Okay. Stereoroids. Stereoroids. That's a that's a. I hope this is real. This is just a good name. <laughs> I wish I thought of this. Chris, what do you think? Walk us through your thought process here. <laughs> it's really clever. Yeah, <laughs> it is clever. But none of these band names that were real were clever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take a risk, and I'm gonna say it's real. It's fake. <laughs> I There's knew no it. Bank I on knew steroids. it. Should have went with my gut that it was clever. It was too clever for Jim. Uh, too okay. clever for a band you listen to. <laughs> I'm so furious right now. One for so two. So angry. <laughs> one for three. Uh, okay. Okay. Right. Kung Fu. No, no, one for two. Yeah, one right, two wrong. Oh, yeah, one right, two wrong. One, yeah, okay, yeah. So one for so three. Next band, yeah. Kung Fu. <laughs> Kung Fu. Everyone was kung fu fighting. Is it a real band or is it a fake band? Okay, so it's it's dumb and simple, which means it's probably real. But the last, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with it is not real. They are real. <laughs> I, they I, are a funk band. I hate everything about this from game. New York. <laughs> One for four. I'm Ooh. literally getting Ooh, more man. Oh, man. You're getting When we introduced this game, I thought it was going to be easy. <laughs> this is the toughest I sh- Also, I should get a side gig as making band names. Yeah. 
I'm literally having more difficult time doing this than I had on the SATs. <laughs> and I did not do well on the SATs. <laughs> okay, move the next one. Grand Theft Audio. Okay, that is definitely real. Fake! <laughs> Shout out to Austin Farr. That's Austin's band. Alright, next one. The Emerald City Stringers. I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> oh, you did so great last time. The Emerald City Streamers. That is real. Stringers. Em- Emerald City Stringers. Stringers. That is real. Fake. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting really demoralized. Right now. That All right, what's my score? Emerald one, City. One of you six. Have, one of six. Oh, okay, we got so. four more. We got four more to go. Okay. Yeah. Next man. Sun Squabby. No way. No way. <laughs> You just walk read. us through the process here. Walk us through. You just the process. made that name up. Like <laughs> literally, we're like, ah, I don't know what else to do. For like the past four, I've said real, and they were fake. <laughs> so it makes me want to say that this is fake. But at this point, I'm starting to believe the Earth is flat because I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what is real anymore. I don't. Okay. Um, what was the name again? Sun Squabby. Sun Squabby. What's a Squabby? I don't know. <laughs> that was... Okay, if this band was real, that is literally the conversation of how they came up with the name. So I am going to break this wrong streak, and I'm going to say, please, God. This is a real band. This is real. No, this is real. Yes. Yes. You got two right now. Okay. Can you make a run right now? All right. All right. The next band is called Wolfpack. Like a like a wolf's peck? <laughs> Wolfpack. Oh, okay. Wolf with a W? No, V V U L F. Wolf. Wolf. Wolfpack. Peck. You know, two words, English language, but dictionary. Wolfpack. <laughs> there's like no way of knowing. Like <laughs> You just you just gotta go. You just gotta just gotta go with your gut, man. I'm gonna go with they're real. They are real. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Making a comeback. Making right. a comeback. Making a comeback. You can, you, can get, you can get to 500 here. Yeah, you still can make 500. Keep it consistent. Okay. All right. Next to last one the Montana Rattlers. Okay, so this one's it's named after a place, and then I have no idea what the hell Rattler is. Uh, but. That obviously doesn't mean anything when these bands. There's a band called Sun Squabby that was real, yeah, so it doesn't mean anything. Sun Squabby, so. Okay. Um, I say Montana sounds like a state that would be about jam bands. Uh, there's a lot of white people there. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm going to go with they, this is a real band. That is a fake band. Oh, we're gonna be <laughs> under five hundred. Oh no! Well, you can redeem yourself. You can get four of six. Okay, I can only go down by one. So you know, it's just it's, it's okay. And it's maybe okay. and maybe we can do a bonus, an extra credit session. Okay, all right, I like if, that. If uh, if you want to get back, but here's the last one. The probably, band is called not. <laughs> Con Brio. Con Brio. Okay, so. My first thought is that they're fake, but I feel like Cambrio is a play on words or something of some, of some real word that I don't know. <laughs> As are most things. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, Conbrio. Uh, how is it spelled? C O N space B R I O. Is this a spelling bee? Can you use it in yeah, a sentence? Con- can you use it in a sentence? I don't know how to use this. <laughs> What's its origin? <laughs> okay, so Conbrio. <sighs> it sounds weird, and the weird ones have been real. Um. I am going to go with the, it, it is real. Real! They're, and they're great. They're super fun. Four and six. Four and Four six. six. That's not bad. Four and six. That's not bad. Um, except I'm pretty sure there's 11 names on there. No, there's 10. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm pretty um, sure I checked. <laughs> Guys, thanks so much for coming. Mom, thank you for uh, for being our first official guest. I hope you enjoyed yourself. I did. Thanks for having me. It's yeah. awesome. Go Heels. And, and thanks again to our uh, corporate sponsor who is, uh, we're still waiting on the uh, the check. Anything, Ryan Shirley, Kelly Shirley, whatever you're doing, we're waiting for it. Uh, but Pursuit and Tie, uh, building a better professional, your career starts here. Um, thank you guys so much. Look forward to seeing you next week. Uh, actually, Chris, you have one last thing for us? Uh, yeah, so just a couple things I wanted to plug. Uh, if you're listening to this today as we publish it, uh, you will have some time to go watch me host at the Comedy Underground tonight. Be Nathan Hurd. He's going to be recording an album. Uh, if you're listening to this any day after today, uh, figure out how to do time travel and come back in time and come see me tonight. <laughs> or expect to listen to the album. Will you be on the album at all? I will maybe at most me introducing him. Okay. Uh, so technically I'll have a credit. Oh, nice. There you go. Uh, IMBD? Uh, yeah, I'll be on IMB, uh, IMBD. Uh, uh, this Tuesday I'm going to be at Tacoma Comedy Club for the new Talent Tuesday showcase that they do. Uh, and I will be there again August 19th. Uh, Friday, uh, April 21st, I'll be on the Minority Retort show at the Hilarious Comedy Festival. It's called Festival. the Minority Retort. Mm-hmm. That's great. <laughs> That's legitimately what it's called. Uh, it was a great show that they do in Portland, and they're bringing it up ah, here. Cool. Uh, and then any other shows that I have in the future, uh, you can always go to, which I now have a website. Oh, ChrisMejia.com. Uh, it's, it's a very basic. Uh, I'm thinking about adding new stuff to it. Uh, but check my website out if you want to know anything about my future shows. Everything will always be uploaded there. And if you want to book me for stuff, you'll find out how to do that there. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's all I have. Great. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much. We'll see you next week. The Freeze. Later, guys. Holy Suck it, Andy. Holy